Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? God bless the fucking good old Michael Bay for once again making like an outstanding movie. Ah. Have have you guys seen the trailer for the movie Songbird? <laughs> I have not, but you were talking about it last night. I missed this. So Michael Bay's made a movie called Songbird in which it's 2024. Uh, we are still in lockdown, but, uh, it is now. Oh, that uh, was the COVID-23 one you were yeah, talking COVID-23. about. Yeah, COVID-23. It is mutated and it has a 50% fate, like fucking fate. Is it mortality or fatality rate? Mortality. Mortality rate. It has a 50% mortality rate in which the govern rules with an iron fist. And if you're infected, you get put into concentration camps or the equivalent of... It's essentially painting, like, the government is is the Nazis and, you know, the the, the sick are the Jews. And, you, and as I said, like, this movie script was probably smashed out in the last couple of months. And the movie's being made and it's a fuck. It's been the producer of A Quiet Place. So that fucking god-awful film is now... It's producer and then directed by Michael Bay. Okay. Produced and directed. You know, that's fucking... That's confusing. But yes, good old Michael Bay for, you know, telling the stories and asking the questions that we're afraid to answer. And is. What is a bad film that's not made by Michael Bay? And I can't think of anything. Look, I'm I, certain I, there I, are some. I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is like Teenage Ninja Mutant to fuck Michael Bay. It's like, you know, the fucking the old question, name three things that aren't Jackie Chan. And it's like, well, we have buckets, we have rice, we have Jackie Chan. Fuck. And it's like, all right, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan, check. Name. It seems like a very you problem. Yeah, yeah, it is. But anyway, hello everyone and welcome to uh, uh, Gaming Podcast, SV Cheats 1. We are a gaming podcast and we talk about games occasionally. Occasionally, and, uh, yes. Occasionally, yes. Well, it's just interdispersed uh, with other random bullshit. Well, it's more of like we talk a lot about we talk media. A lot talk a lot about media we talk a lot we focus around games and i talk a lot of shit and you guys well, have to really, deal really with it. we just read the news articles that we find on games and talk mad shit about all other forms of media yes but we know because, the most about games yes and we we i know a lot about like what is the fucking ter- the saying i have an approximate knowledge of about a lot of things yeah yeah and that's just me it's like i've got approximate knowledge of like the weirdest shit but when it comes up boy does my fucking moment to shine happen i come in and it's like yes i know how to chemically castrate some animals <laughs> fuck all right <laughs> that's just uh, gonna <laughs> drop that one there and leave well, just, i've never done or, it 
That's but I, awfully but I specific. But found you would. I, 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 it was a, one of those nights when you like, you know, when you're like browsing YouTube and it just takes you to a weird place. And it's like, here's some How methods. How did I to, get here? Yeah. And it's like, here's some methods of people chemically castrating like sheep. And I was like, huh, I am now a little bit smarter. <laughs> well, <laughs> a I, little smarter I and a lot more concerned. Well, it's it wasn't my it was my choice to click in the video, but the fact that YouTube offered to me is basically them going, "We know what you want," and I don't know why. <laughs> we know what you want. No, no, you obviously don't. That's the kind of weird thing, like. YouTube offers like everything. Like it's like, oh, have a look at you know how to chemically castrate sheep, or how to do a Brazilian wax, in which like you can show fucking the most amount of like naked bodies, but as long as it's educational, it's a hundred percent fine. And it just really, like, really makes me question. It's like, why do people go out of their way to fucking like to like, do to commit sexual heinous crimes when all they can do is they really want to get their jollies off and they don't have in, like access outside of YouTube for some reason. Just go look at how to do a Brazilian whack. You got yourself some some titties and shit, and that's it. And then you got the poor man's pornographic mag, which you know those Kmart magazines with the models in the underwear. Like, it, it, it doesn't. It 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 really blows my mind. Man. I, I ask these questions because a lot of people won't. But the other question I ask is, Jade, what did you do this week? Holy shit, you're not wrong. Good fucking question. <laughs> what did I do this week? You weren't that drunk. No, I've just been... I mean, I've been playing a bit of Monster Hunter and a bit of Dragon Ball and a lot of uni. Uni's just mostly what I've been doing. Other have than that, you, Dragon Ball, Monster far, Hunter, League, Legends of Runeterra. How far have you gotten in the... Uh, what's the highest you've achieved in the Dragon Ball tournaments? Position-wise. Are you winning, Jaden? Um, I've won uh, I've won the newbie tournament before and I've come top three a few times. Good enough um, for us. We can put that on our resume. And the <laughs> full tournament, I've got... They're generally like sixteen man rosters, and I have gotten the top eight. Like not all the time, but it's not that inconsistent either. Also, like, because this this reminds me of a story, a story that was once oh told to us by you, which led to some hilarious results. Um, can anyone just come and play in these tournaments? Yes. So is that why you had the rage quitting guy <laughs> come up against you? You don't. You remember that story that you t- basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so a story. What, what happened was I played. I was playing going casual match, right? And we got disconnected during the loading screen, and then I queued straight back up for casual matches, and we got matched up again. But this time I was on player one side, and then. Sorry, this wasn't casual, this was ranked. And then I beat him 2-0, but they were both close games. And then he comes back talking shit because they're both in the OCE Dragon Ball Discord, mm. going, oh, you're such a piece of shit. 
you fucking... You fucking you, what? You, you intentionally disconnected to get player two, to get player one side. And I'm sitting there like, what? So this kind of had to be explained to me in a sense because it's like <laughs> some people prefer some, a yes, side. Some people prefer different sides in Dragon Ball Fighters. Or, um, in or any fighting, fighting games, games because, you know, they'll either have practiced combos on one side more than others or... Which does affect directional input. Yeah, so, like, if you want to do, like, a quarter circle, like, quarter for- circle forward thing, if you're on the left side, you would go right and then down. But if you're on the right side, you'd go left and down. And some people... And it, it, it took me, like, a little bit of, like, brainstorming to go, okay, I can see some people practicing doing, like, quarter circle things one, one, one way generally and getting used to that. But I can't see it being like a cheater's advantage as much as this guy put it. No, this guy if, you was were, like, if you were good you at were, fighting games, you'd be able to input it regardless of the direction. Exactly. But this guy was like, you motherfucker, you piece of shit, you disconnected so you can get player one because, you know, that's the only way you'll beat me, yada, 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 that kind of bullshit. Which made it even funnier when we played in the tournament that night. <laughs> so there was an actual we, tournament. Yeah, so th- there was, was the actual tournament that night, which was, I think this was actually the full tournament. The um, Thursday night tournaments. The Thursday night tournament. So the Thursday night tournaments is just anyone enters and um, the Saturday night tournaments, tournaments like beginners to intermediates. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I played him again in that next tournament. <laughs> Ended up playing against him in losers bracket because we both lost our first round and we end up in losers against each other. I intentionally picked player two to go. Look, I'm not getting any <laughs> advantage here, and then one two zero. <laughs> and he rage and quit at the was, end. Oh yeah, and as soon as soon as I as the KO screen came up, it's just like disconnected. <laughs> That's it was great, hilarious. and it was even funnier because that dude was memed on for like the entire tournament run. Because, <laughs> because as it's soon as so as soon as, it, as soon as the organizer said, because he said it in the Discord, and everyone on the Discord saw it, and then mm. when the tournament organizers like, all right. Uh, you two are playing in losers around off stream. The first thing he said is, "Make sure you don't take player one side. It's an unfair advantage." From like two other random tournament competitors. This guy, man, just like just just let him have player one side. All right, just let him have it. And then what, he did. What makes it and even he still funnier? Fucking got lost. What makes it even funnier, right? Is yes, mm. you could make the argument that. Some combos, you know, you practice and you're more comfortable on one side than others, right? Yes. However, firstly, Dragon Ball Fighters has a unique mechanic called Vanish, which effectively costs a bar of your meter that you build up, and it teleports you behind your opponent and does an attack on them, which is often used to extend combos. It also teleports behind them, so it swaps sides. So to get big combos, you often need to know what you're doing on both sides. On top of that, Two of the characters I play have inbuilt side switches and they do their mix-ups, you know, when it's trying to hard to block. Normally, a lot of characters, you're mixing up between whether an opponent needs to block high or low. My, the character I played the most 
mixes up between left and right, so I need to be ready to start a combo on either side anyway. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was like, it was very amusing. Yeah, the fact the fact that this guy is like so fucking angry because of a player side, and it's just like you were saying yourself, like these were close games, like the. It wasn't like a landslide, like you guys did close games. This guy probably thinks that he could beat you, in, but if only because, like, well, he couldn't beat you because you took that side. Nah, and if dude, he took dude the other side, then, then, you, well, then he would have won. Honestly, that's what happened. He, he, he I can guarantee he just tilted off his face in the tournament. Yeah, and that's what, that's what I was saying. Like, the fact that he just straight up just... Rage quits as soon as the I KO thing specifically starts up. No telling, GG in the lobby. I remember specifically gone. telling you because I was streaming the games to you guys that yeah. I'm like, I really have to win this one to prove yeah. a point. It's like I, you were like, because you initially came with those, oh shit, the guy that fucking got angry at me today is in this tournament, but he's in the and losers if bracket. We both, and if we both lose, are in the same bracket. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, nah, just lose. Get in there. He's like, no, I'm not going to purposely yeah, lose. I'm not going to purposely lose, but if I if I get there, I get there. Yeah. And, and then I it lost. It just happens to be like the planets aligned, the prophecy <laughs> was fulfilled, and all the stars were in the sky, and it just happened and you won by a landslide, it, that guy would had to be contemplating life. Just like, man, maybe Dragon Ball Fighters isn't it. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> there's more to life than than getting my ass pushed in on Dragon Ball Fighters. Nah. And, I mean, the dude's cool. I've played with him later, and he's all fine with it. Mate was just real tilted that day. <laughs> Yeah, we could tell. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so Dragon Ball Fighters, Monster Hunter, and... League of Legends and League. Legends of Runeterra. Legends yeah. of Runeterra got a new update out recently with... Which is pretty cool. So they added some new characters. Speaking of League of Legends and possibly uh, Runeterra, uh, have they introduced the new fucking influencer character yet? Yeah, Seraphine's out. And I don't know, whatever. Like, so like, I, okay. What I, I, what I, I will a- say is they were right in that. Yes, on the surface, Seraphine looks very, very similar to Sona, but actually playing her, they they are different characters. They do actually but, feel yeah, different. I had, a, to play. I had a look into it, and it's like, yeah, they are characters. There are abilities that act similar. But they are more similar to other characters compared to Sona. Well, there's there's definitely mirrors, but it's on the surface it very much looks like a Sona 2.0. But uh, actually playing it, it it doesn't feel that way. Mm. I still but, have a lot of issues with what they did with the whole thing was, with the Twitter yes. account and so that that baffles me well, no even on that i don't actually mind that idea the the issues i personally have with the new champion is twofold firstly the new skin is an ultimate skin so the most mm. expensive kind of skin when they had in the past said we're not going to release champions with a skin you know it's going to be in the cheaper end of skins 
their their release skin so that everyone's always able to. So essentially, with this character, it's either base skin or expensive as fuck skin. Yeah, nothing or in the most expensive kind of skin. Yeah. Um, and I take issue with that because I well, I just think it's rude, honestly. Yeah, because which also ties in with what they were doing with her social media. Um. And the second one was, yeah, it, tie, it tied in with social media stuff, but I'm okay with that, honestly. Well, no, no, like, no, no, like, okay. the skin, the skin, the fact that, like, yes. the skin is, and, like, an but expensive... But that was more, more the point. The, the skin that they did um, is on KDA, which, if you don't know, it's effectively a made-up K-pop pop, band. K-pop it's band. A, it's a manufactured K-pop band. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, all um, K-pop bands are manufactured. Yes, that's true. But and Rifle these, are, these are all fictional <coughs> characters. Yes, manufactured. But well, not like, effectively, they are all fictional characters. Yeah, but mm. um, and yes, there are real singers behind them, and they do actually release some music. Funnily enough, most some of the music, music that comes out of I, I feel so bad for KDA because, like. How was it? It was. I was talking to a friend who plays League, and I'm like, "Hello." Talking to him about KDM, like, "Oh, I can't remember who I was talking about." It was the rapper, and I'm like, "Oh man, this chick's like really good." And he's like, "Who?" I'm like, "This chick, the rapper." And he's like, "You mean the Carly?" I'm like, "No, no, no, the the musician, like the the chick behind it." He goes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know her. I, all I know is a Carly. And yeah, like, that's not surprising. That's how they market. Well, that's the thing. I feel oh, so bad for those performers because they I mean, get almost no recognition. Yes and no. I do get your point. But on the flip side, there's a lot of people that have been... Um, You know, there's a lot of people that have had this revealed to them, like uh, Soyon. I don't know Soy Soyon. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but my point is, there's a bunch of people who have been exposed, I guess, to the new to K-pop in general. So yes, oh well, I agree. There's a bunch of people who won't give a shit and will just well just won't give a shit yeah well yep. that's the thing it's like these these performers like they're pretty good but i'm literally looking to find like the artists behind them and yeah it's it literally had to go digging deep like i found kda like ari's are, like the members, well, the lead characters' birthdays, zodiac signs, Chinese <laughs> zodiacs, heights, blood types. Before I could find the actual performer's name, in which uh, Soyon, I think that is, yeah, is like Akali. I can't uh, pronounce. And but she's but the, the right like she's got some. She's got some good chops on her. Like she does some solid rapping. And on to my friend, he goes, "Oh, you mean Akali?" I'm like, "No, the yeah, person behind Akali." The other Akali. thing is her personally. Yes, there's been a bunch of people who haven't noticed, but there's been a bunch of people who have. Like, yes, that is true. But she's but she is known for like United Cube and Station Young and stuff like that. But um, 
yeah, like just all behind it. I feel bad. Did you know fucking Ari is a Sagittarius? I missed whatever Wait, you just I, said. I did not know that Ari was a Sagittarius, and I'm immediately going to forget in the next five minutes. She's also <laughs> the the dog of the group because she's a tiny zodiac dog. And then Evelyn, Evelyn and Kaiser just have height recorded. That's it. And then Akali's got. She's a Taurus. She's an ox. Uh, she's born May eleventh, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, fuck, she's fuck. younger than us. Yeah. Well, Ari's 1994, which I'm no, still like two no, years old. I'm, I'm November in 97. Wait, but Ari has nine tails. That makes her 900. At least. She's not a fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not counting the rings of inside her going, mm, yes, then them be the decade. I she has nine tails. A, a Kitsune gets a tail for every hundred years they've been alive. Is that She's a thing? not a yes. tree. You know, you know when you cut a tree down, you count the rings. Yeah, to, to determine its age. I'm like, that's that's exactly what you thought. It's like she's got nine tails, which means that's like a, you know, a ten year, ten hundred years per tail. I'm like, what the fuck is she a tree? <laughs> Apparently so. What a funny man. <laughs> Not only is she a tree, she's a dog tree. Which also reminds <laughs> if, me of if the. If they're uh, a dog and a tree, that means the bark is worse than the bite, right? Oh, get <laughs> fucked. Get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yes, her bark is worse than her bite. <laughs> but yeah, but so yeah, there's, we- a little, there's a little bit of um, Japanese mythology. A kitsune, which is what Ari is. Uh, is for each tail they have uh, is a hundred. That's where you're wrong. She's a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> They're I'm not mutually exclusive, Kenny. <sighs> but yes, when you said fucking what was it tree bird, the first thing that came to my mind was our Pokemon playthrough with the fucking tree bird with the the volcanic eruption <laughs> that killed us in like the first like ten minutes. Say so, hey guys, we're doing a Nuzlocke, and Nuzlocke's over. Thanks for playing. Yeah. Thank you for like literally that nozlock would have been fi- like started and finished within fifteen minutes because yeah, of how fucked that was. <laughs> it was a ten minute just hey we're gonna give this a shot and we've given this a shot. Yeah, and that <sighs> wouldn't even last like like we would have to fill in talking for like another thirty to forty minutes just to get a GSSB on the way. <laughs> The GSSB yes. is just four failed attempts before we reach the first gym because that happened. Oh, but it reminds me of the fucking gym when we fought <laughs> in Pokemon Clover. How fucked that was because oh, I decided... Oh, it was Darude's I shot, Yeah, Darude's... It was fucking Brock. <laughs> it was- <laughs> I, I fucking love it how, like, in- There was the big-ass speech of, you've come here, you've done... The, you've come all this way, you've worked so hard... You're reaching towards the stars. Now bring it on, faggot. Now fight me, faggot. <laughs> I'm just like, fucking what? <laughs> All right. For those who don't uh, know, Pokemon Clover was a Pokemon fan game made by I still 4chan. Think we should we should do a LP that's, of that. That's all. That's all we need to say. It, yeah, it's basically a. It's like a 4chan made, or 4chan esque made. Um, Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon game, which Pokemon yeah, it's a Pokemon game. fan game, which ironically was really high quality. 
it also yeah, like featured such things of, such a as of... a living oven doing a sig or... hail. Not oh yeah, <laughs> fuck it. And one of the uh, Pokemon, the starter Pokemon, is called Arab Bomb. So uh, <laughs> let's not forget that. <laughs> anyway, if you know anything about uh, 4chan or Pokemon, 4chan, this wouldn't surprise you. Oh, not in the slightest. <laughs> They're not good people, but there's a lot of funny things that happen. <laughs> And it's for some reason not in a good shape to source bottle uh, playlist, which I've just edited, because I need to get the fucking, the name, because, like, the first gym we had, like, what did we, we evolved the Pokemon into something, and it went from Arab Bomb to fucking, I, don't, I can't remember, but I, I, st- I still hold the fact that we should probably do an LP of that game, just of how retarded it no, is. No, it was it was Arabom, Iguala, and Liz Kabar. No, Liz Akbar. That's right. Iguala yeah. and Liz Akbar. Oh yeah, the furnace is called Fur Nazi. Yeah, there we go. It's I think we've proved it. our point to anyone yeah. listening. <laughs> like point point like, has been proved. Like, yeah, it's definitely a fucking like game. Oh, don't forget what was the other fucking starter Pokemon? Uh Grasshole? The water... Grasshole. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Grasshole. And then the other one was just something like bare fucking... I can't remember. It was something pretty... It was pretty great. They were all, they were all amazing in their own way. And then the edgelord fucking trainer. And then the fucking... The, the autistic, like, friend. Because you have, like, your it rival was, and it... It was a jackism. Jackism? E-Jack. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. It was that fucking sperm thing. I I vote. I vote fucking do an LP of that sometime. But, yes, uh, we were talking about, like, the disgusting uh, social media of Seraphine (laughs) at one (laughs) point. And then we got distracted. (laughs) Yes. But, um, yeah, like, we both brought up separate points of, like, why we think that shit is, like, terrible because one uh my point was how they basically go hey look because on seraphine's twitter um oh my god on seraphine's twitter she basically made a post saying like hey guys you know i'm feeling a little bit down don't know if i can go on that sort of stuff please send me some love and support to let you know i care i need i need the support to get me through my dark times. And I was like, that's just fucking disgusting. Like, just imagine, like, how people are really going through depression and all that sort of stuff feel about some fake-ass fucking marketing campaign. It's almost trying to parody depression, in a sense. Depression sells. And I was like, well, that's that's what Jaden brought up. It's like, they're using that as a, almost like a guilt trip s thing to get people invested into this character. So and then, then they, they made the first skin the most expensive kind. Ex- yeah, and these people will be more inclined to buy and spend money on this expensive skin because they've, they've emotionally attached themselves to the character because this character is pretending to be a real person. Like our local resident whale, Jordan. And there was, and there was who some the people skin. who and the character, he in did a bundle. 
And there was some people who didn't realize it was a lead character, which is kind of amusing from the sidelines, but because uh, like as I said, like you some people do have those online personas in which they just basically don't show themselves in in forms of anxiety or security and that sort of stuff. Oh kittens. Um and then and then it's just like this. It was like, oh no wait, this is a marketing campaign. Holy shit. It's this is as fake as it gets. Yeah. But it's I, I feel like it's almost preying on those like kinds of people who get emotionally attached to these characters if they can pretend they are real. And this is all because Seraphin having social media and that sort of stuff makes sense because she is in law a influencer. So it kind of makes sense. No, in her skin's law, she's an influencer. Wait, so it's not actually her law. Yeah, and that was that was one of the uh, of the other big issues I had with her is she's much she's built much more to fit into the law of the KDA, which is that pop group, which is a skin line. It's a parallel universe, like it doesn't exist in actual League of Legends law. Yeah, in, and you know, her like, own role in League of Legends law is very shooed in, and it's it is kind of obvious. They really phoned it in at the last second there. Like, yeah. I don't know much about her <laughs> lore, but from what Jordan has exacerbated is apparently she has the soul of one of Skana's people that talk to her so she can hear the souls of other people. I don't fucking know. So that, that's that level of fucking cringy bullshit that they just threw in at the last second. And it's like, we need to make this actually lore-friendly but what's like the minimal effort we can do? Because like what that, they want, what, what they, they did want, do actually was like what they want is for there to be a more relatable character within KDA influence that sort of stuff. And it's like, oh wait, we also have law that we can't just shit on to have this character. We need this have to be tied in, and that, that's how I feel. But, Quickly, uh, ham fist the story. Oh, yeah. Well, if you've got as many fucking characters as League does, and even then they're sort of there's, changing. There's enough They change the law of their characters, like, on a fucking dime. Yeah. Like, there's like, enough ham-fisting with her story. George Lucas wrote it. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes it just works. So that's been <laughs> your week, Jane. Sometimes Jar Jar Binks. Let's just not talk about Jar Jar Binks. So that's been your <laughs> week, Jane? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Alex, what about you? How was your week? Uh, my week has been split between um, playing Ghost Runner, which we did for yeah. the GSSB. It should be up. By the time this podcast goes up, it'll be up. I've uh, heard some good things about it, but I haven't seen it myself. That's a claim you are making as I'm downloading the footage. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not sure. going to be up by the time this podcast is up. I mean, I could probably work something. You could do it. Are you going to? Maybe. But do That's continue. Maybe no, because that was really fun. I am going to get back into playing that. Uh, it's been a while since we've actually done a podcast, so I'm playing Genshin Impact as one of the uh, big games at the moment. You said that last last time we did the thing. Really? Pretty sure. Did we? Yeah. I thought we yeah. last podcast was before Genshin Impact. Wow. Talk about your Genshin Impact while oh, I check. Fucking no. Well, Migenshin Impacts is uh, like uh, 
No, wait, I did. I remember. I remember talking about Genshin Impact on the podcast. We did cover this um, because I remember praising the puzzles and how fantastic they are. Really, really gets you thinky-thonky with the puzzles. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, so I've been playing Genshin Impact. Uh, continuing to play Genshin Impact. Uh, they've come out with a new character banner, Klee. She's fantastic. Klee is absolutely fantastic. She has become my primary damage dealer. And, and it's who is great. Klee? Klee is, I don't know her exact age, but yeah, she talks. Yeah, she talks, V2. She talks and acts was, uh, like a... A while ago. I think I want to say like six or seven year old. Oh my God. And she, all she does is run around and throw bombs at people. How do you spell her name? K-L-E-E. Klee. Okay, Klee. I thought you said Glee. No, Klee. What the fuck? Yeah. Please, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the reveal that she's actually 700 years old. It doesn't look like it because she's very childish in <laughs> Birthday, appearance and attitude. July 27th. Yeah, that's all we know. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. One year. Every year. <laughs> What's your birthday? 27 July. What year? Every year. <laughs> no, no, seriously. That's Fuzz probably again. how they get around it. If if they leave it ambiguous as fuck. I mean, that's how they have going. to censor Senran Kagura when they port their stuff over to the West is they just drop off the year the characters were born. Yeah, fucking try it. Yeah, but then you could probably argue, like, if someone was to, like, take it to court, in which I highly doubt, like, incredibly doubt that it would ever happen, but if someone would be like, no, this is a sexualized child and there is no, like, year, then they could argue that because the absence of year and the shape of her body, it would be more likely that she is underage, that sort of thing. What, you mean Klee or anyone from Senran Kagura? Klee. Oh, Klee, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's it's confirmed that Klee is, in fact, a child. No, it's not. Well, like, visually-wise. <laughs> they, they've confirmed she's born July 27th, and yeah. that is it. But they don't do anything sexual with or towards Klee. They actually, in fact, what treat her thing? like a like, child. I didn't see any sort of like that so much sexual stuff in the game. More of like no, there isn't at people, all really. People outside the game sexualize the characters. Rather, the game yeah. just sort of has them there. The game has and a what? ridiculous amount of jiggle physics, but like that's it. Like nothing more than you'd expect from an anime game. Hey man, I I bought Peach Beach Splash on the fucking PS4. For yeah, but Peach full Beach price. Splash was created by a man who, and I shit price. you not, responded to feminism controversy with "Tits a life, asses hometown." Yeah, I like that. I saw that. Tits is life, asses hometown. But um, I bought it for full price, and then when them them bras came off, all I saw was what Shining could lights. only been seen the fucking light at the end of the tunnel that people must see when they die because <laughs> it was just blinding light because so like, censorship exists like there was a fucking I, I don't know if you guys have seen the original dumb and dumber i have i have not you're gonna have to there's remind a, me though there's this one scene where like they're dreaming of like this girl that they really oh, like right, that they're and going the to for. the truck headlights and instead of the tits, the headlights yeah. yeah it's like that <laughs> It's like that scene, but uh, with uh, with a ninety dollar game at the time. 
which I'm like, fuck it. I've got money and probably like you've got money and depression. An <laughs> no, I've got money in untreated depression. Let's go. <laughs> So, yeah, because the thing with uh, Senra Kagura is like, no matter which of the girls you pick, like, because I'm gonna, I'm actually just gonna chuck it in general. Like, look at that shit. Who the hell there looks underage? What's how it looks, Ski? I am looking at a picture of a lot of tits. Like, exactly. (laughs) Every character literally has their arms crossed underneath their breasts. Well, not every character, there's like three that I've seen that don't have their arms crossed underneath their breast, pushing them up. Yeah. And they're all big. And they're, then you got the packing. two poster girls in, the, like, front and centre. It's actually the four poster girls front and centre. Wait. To the left and right of the two or Yeah, behind? to the left and right of the two. One to the left, uh, one to the right. Those are the, the four front, poster girls. Yeah. So the front row. Okay, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of breast size. Look, one's even pulling the fucking funny face. In uh, sexualization of women, that's just disgusting. It's a life as his hometown. How dare? How dare Nathan Drake be topless? <laughs> sexualization <laughs> of men. How, how dare you see snakes ass in the hospital in MGS Five? How dare oh, you? Oh man, dude, that that that's where it's at though. Like fucking. What's his name? Ishmael. Ishmael's Ishmael. bare ass. Ishmael's bare ass. Yeah. Perfection. Mm. Absolute perfection. That man booty. Yes, but uh, yeah, Genshin Impact, by like from what I've seen, doesn't sexualize their characters like at all. But I yeah. haven't seen a whole lot. I'm not claiming it's, well, like, it's you know, front aside to back. From, aside from jiggle physics, there's literally nothing else. Like. The, yeah, that, that's it. There's literally nothing else. Well, there we go. But yeah, uh, yeah as, as I was saying, like, it's, it's 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 fine. Yeah. Like, it's not something I'll play, but yeah. it is something I, I can see why people enjoy it. And all I'm seeing in my fucking JRPG shitposting group is people lo- loving <laughs> the game or making memes of how shit it is. <laughs> And people, it's like a fucking war. It's like disturb the balance between light and dark. It's like people are like in the, J, like it's a JRPG shitposting group. <laughs> and with people, we shitpost of our JRPGs all the time about how fucking Titus's name is pronounced in Final Fantasy X or like the fucking thick fires of like any sort of female protagonist in a JRPG. And then it's just like fucking Genshin Impact is literal cancer that is growing throughout the JRPG community. Or, holy shit, this game is fantastic. I will play nothing else. (laughs) Or they meet in the middle and make fun of both Breath of the Wild and Genshin Impact. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, there's just a lot of... uh... It's It's just a lot of shit posting about how good or bad Genshin Impact is. Yeah. So that's that's understandable. People really like the game. People really hate the game. And then I've, I've never heard of a an argument as to why people really hate the game other than spyware lol. But that's pretty much it. I, I did had, have to laugh at your comment when 
uh, Genshin Impact came out and you played, started playing the game. I, I it was just I, something about it. It was it was screamed. the first chip shit post of, of Genshin Impact you heard. Yes, and it was, and I quote, "Nintendo fanboys be on suicide watch because Genshin Impact is Breath of the Wild but better." I remember hearing that. <laughs> Wait, no, Alex said that, didn't he? Yes, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's what, what I said. It's directly from Alex. It's, it's yeah, a direct quote. As I said, that's what I heard from Alex when he when he first played Genshin Impact, and I'm like. And I, and I couldn't help but laugh. It was like, oh, yes, because Nintendo fanboys. Are, there is, there was that fucking one fit, guy who smashed a PS4 because Genshin Impact was moving to PC or it wasn't being a Sony exclusive. So, <laughs> oh, no, I, I got to find it. I got to find it. I think I'm, I'm fucking it up. It was either something about. I think he smashed his Nintendo Switch or like no, he destroyed no. his Breath of the Wild copy because like, he's like Genshin Impact's all I need now. Smashes PS4 Genshin Impact. There we go. Furious fan destroyed his PlayStation 4 in a protest of Sony's promotion of Genshin Impact, a Chinese gaming expo. At uh, Chinese no, gaming expo. China it was because it was to going show his on disdain to. for Genshin Impact and Sony's promotion of the game. Nintendo pulled a PS4 Pro out of his backpack and smashed it on the ground. Uh, I don't know if he smashed it because he called it a Zelda ripoff or. Let's have a look, Skip. Because if he called it a Zelda ripoff, that that makes my shit post very, very topical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just basically, what they didn't see, well, particular. Let's have a look what he said on Twitter if he hasn't removed it. Uh, Genshin Impact may know the game is special. Some fans of Breath of the Wild are upset at Sony from promoting this game because of the similarities and think it's shameless, shameless of Sony. <laughs> To be promoting such copyright, like such plagiarism, that he smashed his peers for in in in, in fucking twain. protest, in twain, torn asunder twain. in protest, <laughs> and then literally underneath this post is a uh, gameplay trailer for the PS4, <laughs> to which I hear is the worst version of the game. Yeah, from what I, I've heard, I wouldn't know. I play on PC. From what I've heard, between frame frame rate issues and frame rate issues, and apparently and the game, and the game, so Genshin Impact is crossplay uh, huh. between PC and Android, but it's not crossplay with Sony, and I don't know if this is true or not. But from what I heard, is that if you move your account over to the PlayStation 4 Genshin Impact, it will then be locked to the PlayStation 4. Ah, uh, yes, I heard that one too. Um, and one Google search could probably figure it out. But basically the same thing, like just hearing that has merit because of what they did with Fortnite. Yeah. Did they do the yeah. same thing with Fortnite? Yes. If you moved your Fortnite account from any thing over to the PlayStation 4, it will now be locked to the PlayStation 4 and no way of getting it off. Yeah. So all your purchases will be moved to the PlayStation 4 and you can now only play that account on the PlayStation 4. Uh, impact locked to PS4. Hello, kittens. Not region locked. Okay, I can't really find anything on the surface, but 
I'll look into it further. So yeah, it's Genshin Impact, and what else have you been playing? Uh, also been playing uh, with my new VR headset. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, me <coughs> and you and people from our Discord have all... So now we have... Six? We have me, we have... We've got five. three. We've we had got at least Jayden, five. We've got Jordan and Josh got his headset today. So we have yeah, five we people... Five with VR headsets in our Discord. Guess how many multiplayer games we've played with them? Zero. None. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like, I have probably like the most multiplayer games, but no one really has them or is as interested in them, which makes sense because most of mine are sort of first-person shooter-esque, whereas like I'm trying to get Alex into... H3VR's taken hold so I can compete with him on a point scale. But, uh... Yeah. I I need to, um... I, I still need to get used to the movement because uh, I use swing movement. I'm trying to get into swing arm movement. Swing, yeah. yeah, arm swing, yeah. That makes me nauseous as fuck. Yeah, no, that, that just happens with any form of movement when you first do VR. Same thing happened with me. What didn't make me nauseous, but my brain was going... Your body's not moving, but we are moving. Yeah. Like the br- we are moving in a space, but you're not actually moving anyway. What the fuck's going on? Hey, you're moving, but the it, but the liquid in your inner ear isn't. What the fuck's going yeah. on? And like, it took me like months for me to fall down off a ledge and get used to that falling feeling without actually falling. Yeah. So that took a while, but now I can fucking like breeze, run around, do all that fancy shit without you know, feeling like I don't know, being in VR for as long as I have uh, now feels extremely comfortable. Yeah. But that is just something that happens over time, and yeah. which I'm kind of hoping like our friend Josh, because um, I sent him my VR headset. I kind of hope that uh, he doesn't get motion sickness because I don't know if he's done VR or not. But if he gets motion sickness and is unable to use it, that would be a bummer. Mm. But now that we all have VR, I kind of want to do movie nights in actual cinemas. So we can yeah, all sit I, next I to really each other. I really am well, down for that. Quote, unquote, next to each other. Yeah. yeah. That'd and be, then that like, would be cool, though. Then we can actually interact with each COVID other. COVID got nothing on us. And then, like, tabletop simulator, I think yeah. would be really fucking fun as well. Because that's a multiplayer game that we all have that works with VR and I think will be an absolute blast if we all got around to playing that with everyone. But, yeah, so we, me, Alex, have the Quest 2 and I have some gripes with it that, like, the thing I like about the Quest 2 is obviously the quality, the visual quality. It looks a lot nicer. But there are some things in which I'm like, Actually, the Quest One does a lot better, and for me, that is because the Quest Two is using an LED display, and the Quest One is using an uh, OLED. The blacks are so much more hazier on the Quest Two than they are on the Quest One, and it's kind of like every single time I walk into a black room, and it's kind of like hazy gray. It's not quite black. Yeah. And that, that's like, man, just does not look good. And the controllers. So the controller, the uh, I'm holding one right now, the Quest 2's controller. It has 
one thing that I really like and then one thing that I don't like. The one thing that I really like is uh, where the buttons are on the controller and the uh, uh, analog stick. There's a space next to them where you can just rest your thumb without having to rest on any of the thumb sticks or the buttons. So when I'm lining up shots and stuff like that, I can almost put pressure down with my thumb and in the grip at the same time to get a better feel and better stability when I'm aiming. And I can't do that with the original Quest controllers. But at the same time, the original Quest controllers are a lot more thinner in design and they just felt more natural around the hand. And so, like, the Quest 2, as I said, it is obviously, like, a upgrade, but in some things, I I would much rather opt to pay more to get some things fixed, but unfortunately, that's just not the case. Uh, and the Oculus Link, uh, it's still in beta, and... With the Quest 2, it seems to be more beta than the Quest 1 was. There seems to be a lot more... I'm having a lot more issues with Oculus Link, with my computer anyway, with my Quest 2. That's why I'm basically exclusively using Virtual Desktop, which uh, is a app you can buy on the Quest Store. And I bought a, a 5 gigahertz wireless router extender. So it's using a five gigahertz connection from my PC to my headset and I play without a cord. I can also play with 90 FPS um, with the upgraded graphics and all that sort of stuff. So because of the Oculus Link still in beta, beta, uh, the Quest 2 hasn't implemented the new 90 hertz refresh rate just yet. They said they're going to be adding that further down the line, but they haven't implemented it just yet into the Oculus Link. But Virtual Desktop has. So you do get that upgrade. And I really... It's surprising. Like, it's a small difference, but it almost... It's... What I'm about to say... It's a small difference that makes a huge difference. Yes. It's a small difference. I'm like, okay, but like, you notice how much smoother things move around. Which is like, no shit, this is actually like really good. I like this. So, yeah, that's always uh, fun with the Quest. But now, like, we all have VR headsets. I feel like you're going to see a lot more VR content on our channel. And uh, especially uh, the VR content on our channel, which uh, we have recorded, but turns out uh something about the recording decided to go well i guess there's no audio for this recording <laughs> which i haven't told the guys about until now <laughs> which one was this is this hey, hlvr is this no. half-life alex it's a half-life alex uh, fuck it, it literally had audio for when I was using virtual desktop and then when it the ver- when the fucking uh, thing started shitting the bed and I switched over to the Oculus Link it went that's cool bye but, but now that you've done that um, it's it's weird the audio it just cut- GGPO'd 
No. The audio is there, but in cuts. So it would be like no audio and then it'll be like audio for like five seconds and then no audio for like four minutes. And then it'll cut in and out. So it was something to do with the Oculus link that fucked up the audio. You're right. That is weird. Yep. But but we have artwork made, so I do want to get that that series done sometime. On another note uh, about missing shit. Mm-hmm. If, if I know what you're gonna say. We're wondering where our code vein videos went they're still there we just haven't done it because we lost a recording and it auto saves so i've been running through the game again on a second account so we could get back to recording it from where we left off yeah so basically we did a whole recording session and then it saved and then it's like uh oh and then jen's like oh man and I was like, what's up, Jen? He's like, you won't believe it. And I'm like, what's up, Jen? And he's like, shit's fucked. I'm like, you're right, Jane. I don't believe it. And then he's like, fucking doesn't matter. We have to run through the entire game again because it auto-saved past this area and we can't just roll back a save. So it has to be started from the beginning and we were literally and at the very end. We were, we were pretty damn <coughs> close to the end of the game. Hmm. So, Jaden has been uh, giving that a good shake of the sauce bottle I, I for have, I a have good couple of months now. <laughs> been pretty lazy with it, I'll be honest. I mean, I also started uni at the same time, so that's my excuse. Mm. But I have been lazy with it. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I, that's why I want to get your fucking video editing stuff up so, like, in that situation, like I you can, can help me out. do something. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Kenny, in H three VR, um, yes. How do I use the Wa two K's bipod? You literally are so. Bipods are literally you hover over the base of the bipod and you press the trigger. Okay, that's why I wasn't Not the working. grip, the press of chicken, yes. Yeah, um, all right, yeah, because I just kept on ended up uh, trying to adjust the scope, and I'm like, you know so what, here's, no. here's the thing about Hatred VR is, like, I love that game because literally every day, well, not literally every day, but almost all the time I'm learning something new. And I'm just going to go quickly check in my library how much hours I've played in that game. At least a uh, few. 168.4 hours. 168.4 hours, yeah? I've only just found out the other day how to quick bolt a bolt, uh, action. bolt action rifle. Now, this isn't like a skill or a trick. It is literally a function that the game gives you in which you press right on the analog stick and instead of having to take your hand off the trigger, grabbing the bolt yourself, pulling the bolt back and forth to load the bullet in, you literally just hold down your grips, press the right on the analog stick, and then you can, like, pull the bolt back and forth without your gun ever, out that hand ever leaving grip. So instead of me having to try and grip the bolt, try and find... Because I... I literally 
were like, I need to figure out how to bolt guns quickly and efficiently for take and hold. So I went into the friendly 45 range and just got all the bolt actions and spent a good couple of hours just practicing your bolting and practicing bolting to literally the next week find out how to actually quick bolt and it's literally <laughs> a press of a button. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> so I cannot thank Jedi Toby One, uh, who's like a massive like hatred VR streamer content maker. He literally did a video in which is like, hey, if you're beginning at the game, here's some stuff you can learn. Here's like, some tips. I've, I've spent literal days, like, tw- like my hours equaling up would equal like close to a week of like nonstop gameplay. This video is for beginners and I and I still literally learn something new. <laughs> so well, yeah, it's like, good then. And the fact that the guy behind it, Anton, like they're updating the game every week and with like videos and content to boot and like the fact that it's still in early access, like surprises me because the game has more content than like some full V and then like most full VR games out there. And it's still in like literal alpha, like it's early access in alpha. So it has an alpha branch for its early access. So people can test out early access stuff before the early access goes into early access. (laughs) In which I'm in. So I'm in the alpha branch. So I get to test out all the new shit before it goes live. And yeah, it's so fucking cool. And that's why I love hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades so much. Jordan, our friend Jordan has it on his wish list, but I'm surprised he hasn't bought it. But at the same time, like, I don't think he's that much of a FPS person. Like, uh, we kind of gave him shit in a Ghost Runner uh gssb because whenever our friend jordan plays an fps game and we have the unfortunate not, no, no, we have the sunny disposition and the stomach to view hit through his lenses he will aim down sights take a shot and then have a straight fucking seizure <laughs> Like a localized <laughs> seizure has, of the he, hand. He has some uh, nervous twitches. By nervous, it's kind of like someone slapped him in, like across the face, and he's just literally getting his fucking grip back. Because you, he'll line a shot up. Everything, everything up to the point of fire, is fine. And then when he does fire, it's, it's no just longer fine. <laughs> Like, the, the fucking, the cursor is all over the screen, shitting the bed. Yeah, because I, I didn't turn down the sensitivity uh, throughout the entirety of the playthrough. So, when I got a little bit frustrated, I started getting a little bit Jordan. <laughs> so, we had a little bit of a Jordan experience. Yeah. Right? In which, yeah, so if Jordan is listening, to which I highly doubt, uh, he adamantly you, refuses. Get better. Yeah, get get better at games. Does that mean we can actively shit talk him and he will never know? Yes. Yeah, because he uh, he actively well, he refuses will know to because fucking... Alex will tell him. 
I'll tell yeah, him to try true. and get him to watch the podcast. Yeah, but that's only he, he's not going to listen to the podcast if he knows he's been actively shat on. But True. he's not going to do it anyway. But you so still I, you might do it anyway. I out did. Of spite. I did also have a quick go at Ghost Runner, mm-hmm. and I think there was some issue on my end because two things annoyed me. Okay, seriously annoyed me. One, the grappling. For really? some reason, for some reason, um, so like in our GSSB, we'll go through, like we go through all, I think like the, the first hour of the game, going through and reviewing like the base level stuff, like the grappling, uh, the upgrade stuff and et cetera, et cetera. And it gets points where you right click to gr- grapple, pull yourself towards an object to mm-hmm. which there'll be a blue reticle of what you can grapple and when you are within range it will constrict and be highlighted like a lighter blue so when mine does that it is a fucking coin flip whether the guy wants to actually like grapple or not really yes because like we have on recording that i had absolutely no issue with that exactly and that's what like for me i was like i tried it and it's like it's a coin flip where we grapple and one thing that annoyed me, which did not come across in the recording, but I don't know if it was for you. Could you swing your sword while you were running against the wall? Yeah, we did that. I, c- I couldn't. We we actively, that was part of a couple of puzzles. We actively did that. I couldn't. And then sometimes Weird. when I was deflecting bullets, he wouldn't swing at all. Huh. Well, I, no, I, when, when deflecting bullets, your sword bounces off the bullet to deflect it. No, 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 no. But my guy, like, I'll, like, I'll be like, swing, swing, swing. And it'll be like, swing, swing, nothing, 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 swing, swing. And be like, what the fuck is going on? Huh. I'll, I'll have to show you after we're done the recording here. But yeah, it, it, fuck, it fucking annoyed me to no end. But yeah, yeah I'll, that's I'll, weird. I'll, yeah, that's really uh, weird. Like, so I'll see if I, I can no show you. Wait, what? 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 Yes, go on. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, this should be good. What happened? I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna print screen this because this is fucking weird. But I. I was just like checking my task manager to close some shit because my computer was like, uh, can you stop faster? Steam is no longer called Steam. It is called uh, Home is Lost, but I still had my wife with me. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I am going to print. I'm going to print. Screen, <laughs> I'm going to print screen it for you now. Is that going to be the podcast title? <laughs> Our home is. is lost, but I still have my wife with me. You've found it. That's there's the always, podcast There's title. always one fucking Crop. stupid ass quote that we find. <laughs> there's always at least one. Yeah, it's Man, our, our podcast titles lost, are off the chain. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck, Steam? Let's call it that. <laughs> it's anyway, not my wife is my steam. I've been, been lost, but I still have my steam with me for quite a while. 
we had some news topics we wanted to get into today, right, Kenny? Yes. Yeah, but um, an hour in, we're finally getting, maybe we're finally getting to them because we're still on my week, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. We just, we got, we got way sidetracked from Genshin Impact VR. And then, fuck, what else did I do this week? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, we beat Fatalis in Monster Hunter World. So that game is officially done and dusted. Oh, yeah. I briefly mentioned that. Now we need to do it solo. Yeah. Yeah, but which, is, which is a bit difficult because Fatalis only exists inside an event quest now. Suck my nutcase. Yeah, yeah, put it in general. Our home is lost, but I still had my wife with me. What the <laughs> fuck? I don't know. I don't know why Steam is called that. <laughs> <laughs> is there like a Steam game called? Hang on, I'm going to check no. if there's a Steam game. I look at my that. Steam thing and it's just in library. And it's highlighted over hot dogs, horseshoes and air grades. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on that is a confusing situation you found yourself in I don't know do I report this I, I no, don't report it as a bug and you just title it what <laughs> <laughs> what our home is lost but Steam can you help me ah <laughs> uh, yes anyway uh, Fatalis is done uh, Ghost Runner is thingo. I'm just checking my Steam for like recent games. Uh, we recently got back into GTFO, so we've all been playing that. Yeah, that's uh, it. I've gotten, I've gotten into Deep Rock Galactic, which is the exact opposite of things I look for when I look for video games. Usually I look for cute anime girls, <laughs> but I saw a game with big, burly, bearded dwarves and with beer, and I'm like, you, you know what? Beer. Gimme. That's it. That's what. That's all I need. That's right, and there's one more thing I did this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I cut my big toe open with a modeling file. I, I, don't ask me how I did it. You know I'm going to ask. I fiddle I'm with things where I'm I should I'm just disappointed. <laughs> so this isn't the first time I've done something I'm like impressed. this. I have cut open the inside of my mouth while sucking on a knife. A knife? Yeah. I've also done it to my lips with a pair of scissors, actually. Anyway, stop sucking some weird shit. Stop sticking things in your mouth that don't belong there. We've got an entire pandemic because someone did that. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> Suck on these nuts. But yes. Uh, so that's your week? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, pretty more much. or less the week. All right. Well, my week is going to be very quick. Uh, by quick, I mean very quick. If I go there. What did I play? I play GTFO. Uh, all I can say about that game is it's great. It is also incredibly fucking difficult and requires like top-notch teamwork in which like we completed the first. So GDFO works on a rundown system in which it has four levels and like two to four missions per level. So we're on the first level. We completed the first two missions and we were like, fuck man, this was easy. Well, you might want to actually describe what GTFO is first. Okay, GTFO is a four-person uh, co-op. I would say it's a FPS survival horror game. It's kind of zombie-ish, right? Yes and no. So, like, these things are monsters, but it's like a... There is... <coughs> you're in the Mariana Trench, the and Mariana there's something that... Mariana the Mariana Trench. The Mariana. And there's something, there's something down there which is like mutated people and shit like that. 
To which uh, an you infection and f- is down there. Yeah, you Mutating and three other prisoners, prisoners uh, sent down by the warden. Was it the warden? Yeah, the warden. The warden. The warden, which is an AI. Yeah. Oh my god. The warden. The warden is a computer program. It does not care if you live or die. And yeah, you, the, as a the prisoner, warden, have committed a crime so horrific that society literally gives no shits whether you live or die. Yeah. So you're crept, so, you're kept in hydrostasis until yeah. the warden decides to send you down into the pit. Into the pit to do mission objectives. Uh, the game requires a fuck ton of teamwork. It requires like a fuck ton of communication. Great communication. Uh, Patience. And almost. Almost you have to specialize in something. Like yeah. for me out of the group, I specialize in the terminals in which I basically, there's terminals laid all around the map to which uh, we'll list all the objectives, list all the items like health packs, ammo packs, uh, doors, locations, shit like that. And whoever runs the terminal is meant to go like, for example, if we are all low on health, I would have to write in this like literal DOS fucking window. All right, we need health kits. So go list, uh, medipack, go. And it'll list all the medipacks in a level. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, what zone are we in? We're in zone 55. All right, list zone underscore 55. And it'll list all the items in that zone. And be like, oh, there is a medipack in, there's a medipack underscore 179 in zone 35. So go, all right, ping uh, medipack 175, whatever I just said. And it will literally like do a, uh, like a DOS, a command prompt uh, ping test, like an actual fucking ping test. Like if you go to your computer and go fucking ping negative N20 and IP address, it will do that exact ping test, but in this game, which I found was like really fucking cool. And it'll ping the item or if the item's not in the location, you can go, all right, query this item. And it'll go, all right, this item is in this location. So uh, it requires like a knowledge of the codes and that sort of stuff. And that's basically what I've memorized. So I can do them really quickly. There's also like support items like sea foam grenades and stuff, which like block up doors and also slow down corridors. And you've got trip. It's, it's, you, you slow down the enemies and it's clog up the corridors. It's a ton of fun. Slow down the corridors. It is also like genuinely like incredibly difficult. Like we we I don't think we've beaten the second level of any rundown. No, we haven't. Because the difficulty spike, like the difficulty curve goes up even backwards and then you can see someone hanging himself off of that ledge that the difficulty spike has just made. <laughs> yeah. It's it's incredibly difficult, but teamwork makes the dream work. And, like, I have, like, 20 hours in this game and I haven't even beaten the, the second level of any rundown yet with these guys. But it's still fun to do. And so we're doing GTFO. Uh, what else have we been doing? Uh, I've been playing... A little bit of Project Zomboid. Uh, uh, yeah, Zomboid. Uh, not a lot I can say about the game as I've literally like put maybe less than an hour in. But 
essentially it's a isometric zombie survival game that uh it's kind of like how can i put it think of like what rust the game rust is like but think of it as an isometric zombie survival game where you had to go hunt for scavenge and scavenge items and that sort of stuff so there's <laughs> that um and then other than that that's pretty much it just those sorts of just that plus um also do you I, this is why when i when i mentioned the warden it reminded me of soma the game that we will be putting up on our channel for the halloween s stuff uh very shortly uh soma's wow the w-a-u is called the warden unit Huh. Hmm. It is it is an AI called the Warden unit or the WoW for short. Fucking Midnight, calm down. She's just fucking running around to me. I need you to get down. Ow. That hurt. But yes, that's been my week. <laughs> I'm still looking at our home is lost, but I still have a wife with me. I <laughs> don't know how. <laughs> but yes, so moving on to uh, first topic of discussion if I can find the fucking podcast thing I had up here before the doc here we go so uh, so what game did you play this week Alex other um, than Genshin other Genshin uh, Monster Hunter Monster Hunter and Ghost Runner was it yeah Monster Hunter Ghost Runner uh, so HDBR Beat Saber did did you uh, at any point, uh, have a transaction of money towards that game to uh, receive it. Which game? Uh, like Ghost Runner, Monster Hunter. Uh, Ghost did Runner. You, yes, I made a transaction. You, did you pay for that game? I most certainly did. Yes. Cool. But, and for example, our Ghost Runner, we did a GSSB of it. We pay, we pay for that game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I paid for that game. So you 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 could technically say we uh, paid the developers. Yeah, yeah. What's we your also point, paid Kenny? Yeah. My point is, Alex Hutchinson, uh, creative. All right, Minmo, you need to calm the fuck down. Alex Hutchinson, uh, creative director. Now he's not creative director at Google Stadia. He's creative director at like Google Stadia's game division in Montreal. Uh, but he's still fucking just a retard. Uh, came out with probably like one of the worst takes uh, in video game history. I yeah, would say that is. Like, I can't think of a take worse about the video game history, other than. Uh, you guys don't have people. Phones? People like surprises. Oh yeah, I straight up <laughs> forgot that one existed. Yeah, it, it, we don't call them loot boxes. We call <laughs> surprise them surprise mechanics. mechanics. <laughs> so yes, Alex Hutchinson came out saying, and uh, quote. Streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they used music they didn't pay for should be more worried about the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. It's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. 
The real truth is streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license key like any real business and paying for the content they use. So, I don't know where to start correcting him, but I'm going to try. And we'll start off with... Now, uh, f- first of up, kids. So, the, the point... The, how I personally took it, the reason he came to this conclusion was... Is because no one's playing Stadia? <laughs> Why are kids <laughs> playing the Stadia? The reason he came to this conclusion from what I've seen is that... Effectively, like you said, if streamers are earning donations mm. and money from Twitch from subscriptions and things like that, well, playing a game, you can mm. make an argument that, yeah, effectively what what he's saying, they're earning money off someone else's product, so... Mm. Well, that's about... That's, that's it. They're earning money off <laughs> someone else's pro- product, so, so like, they should this is, need to license it. So this to, is the thing... And this is this is where I think. So the only industry that this ever happens is music, and even then, it's a scam in music. It benefits no one, but the massive publishing like massive publishing companies does not benefit the artist, does not benefit the the like the. The uh, fuck, what are they call the people who mix and master the music. It only benefits the publishers because they choose where to music goes and how much they make from it. So, for example, uh, Sayuri, she is an amazing artist uh, based in Japan. Uh, can't have her music legally streamed outside of Japan. Because her publishers have have licensed it only for Japan. So you cannot find her music on any streaming service outside of Japan. Yar, like har, if, fiddle-dee-dee, if do you want to fucking Her bet? songs, like, for example, her songs are on Spotify. I can see them grayed out. I can't listen to them. There's nothing I can listen to. Well, and the fact that move. she... In fact, that like people like me can't listen to her music means that she's not getting paid what she is owed. Like when it, oh my god, Midmo, calm the fuck down. When, like, when it comes to like a music video and stuff like that, that all goes to the fucking publishers because it's their channel it's going to. Unless Sayori like puts out on her own channel, in which publishers basically go, no, you can't. Because we're doing it on our own channel. And we own the rights to it. Exactly. So it, it's a fucking scam in music in which it's this kind of deal only happens in music. Doesn't happen in the movie industry. Doesn't even happen in the game industry. Not to mention... Oh, my God. Bimbo! No! Ah! Jesus Christ. I don't know why Minmo's going fucking batshit insane. But, um, you still there? Yeah, no. we're still here. Cool. Uh, where was I? I don't know. This only happens in the music industry. It doesn't it happen in games in- or movies. Yes. 
So this guy's going, you, the first thing he says, streamers uh, worried about getting their content put because of music they didn't pay for, should be more worried about the fact that streamers gain, <laughs> they're streaming games they didn't pay for. Let me tell you why you're wrong. It's like they are streaming games they didn't pay for. I'm like, are you fucking high? Yes. People buy these games. We pay an exorbitant amount for these games. We pay upwards of like 100 150 sometimes even $200 for these games. And like us show – like, all right. So I can make the argument, the devil's advocate argument, that if you were to stream a game which is almost exclusively story narrative focused, then that can hurt the developer in terms of like people be like, hey, look, I've seen the story. Uh, There's no reason for me to play it now. (coughs) And that I can understand. But... To say that it is hurtful towards these people is straight up not only, like, ignorant, but, like, just flat-out fucking wrong in the sense of, like, it only hurts. No, it doesn't only hurt. In fact, like, companies reach out to people all the time going, hey, here's a code for my game. Just play it on stream. Like, I just I will pay you money to play our game. And they do because streamers, especially big name streamers, like how do you think Among Us got so popular? That game has been out for almost a couple of years now and it only just got popular recently because some big streamer decided to play play it for a bit and then it fucking blew up. They would have never seen the riches if it wasn't for the streamers out there. Not only that, but... The issue we are dealing with today is uh, for people like me, like this channel, we are affected because this is not our livelihoods. This is our hobby. We do this Mm. for fun. And Alex wants to get paid. But we do this mainly for fun. And so, like, if that, like, I'm, our our livelihoods are not at risk because we're not dependent on this. But other people have base their livelihoods around this industry because this industry has been given giving all these opportunities to do so but the issue we're having right now is this is incredibly early in the life cycle of this style of entertainment and media and the rules are literally being written as they go as to what is acceptable, what is right, what is wrong, et cetera, et cetera. For, like, the issue that's happening with Twitch right now, the DMCA stuff, like, uh, how they got around the whole DMCA of the music thing was to literally just go, all right, we picked up with our AI that some copyright music was being played through this, so we're going to mute a large portion of your stream just to cover the back, just to cover any sort of DMCA issue. And, of course, and, that's that's come off. I mean, I get it. Twitch needs to cover their own ass as a company. Yes, but I, Twitch, I Twitch is literally just handing the blame down. They're going, it's not us. You, like, 
we've told them that hey this dmc like you need to take that shit down to which twitch has literally just gone hey look uh your content has some dmca stuff for it uh free strikes and your channel's deleted and the difference between youtube dmca and with twitch dmca is the amount of content because uh if a streamer does something and people clip that stream, that clip of that stream will then be on that streamer's channel. So uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be a recorded vod of the stream for quite a while. Look, there's vods and there's clips. Vods is basically the whole stream in which yeah. Twitch would like if there's copyright music, Twitch would then mute a portion of that vod for safe keeps. They don't do that with clips. And the thing about clips is anyone can clip anything. Anyone can clip anything unless you've set it to like subscriber or followers only can do clips and that sort of stuff. But you can literally have like, I'd say five people clip the same clip and that those five clips will be on the channel of the exact same thing. Now, for example, let's just say uh, someone was playing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake. And they clipped a portion of the screen where a massive pop-off happened and fucking the, the streamer goes crazy buck wild and everyone's happy and cheery. And I'd say... But the in-game say- music was copyrighted because that is actually a big problem with a lot of... Like, in this situation, stuff like Need for Speed is another big one I can point out. Yeah. That they've taken and licensed already existing yeah. songs and of course but rise that, of the storm is the one that first pops to mind that's uh, that's only a part of the issue the part of, the major part of the issue of that is let's just say five people clip that exact clip of this guy going crazy right all five of those clips are now on his channel it only takes three strikes to get your channel deleted even though five people clip the exact same thing that's They're five, five offenses. different clips, yeah. They're five different clips, five offenses. You could Travel literally on. wake up. You can literally wake up and your channel's deleted over a cl- over clips that someone else has made, and Twitch has just gone. By the way, content on your thing is copyrighted. You need to get rid of it, and everyone's going. Well, what's copyrighted? Let me know, and I'll delete it right away. And Twitch is going. There's copyright material in your channel, delete it. And everyone's just going, can you tell us? And they're like, no. And that's why a bunch of people like nuked their entire VOD libraries because they're going, look, yes. I don't have a choice. They're not telling yes. me what it is. And if they're going to delete literally to fucking everything. I heard was illegal in the DMCA uh, laws or something like that. Like that, like the the owner has to actually tell you what the offense is rather than just going there's an offense you need to get rid of it so people literally deleted like hundreds and thousands of clips and vods and stuff like absolute purge of like records and all these sort of things because they just don't want their livelihoods threatened or like gone overnight because of an issue and that's the sort of changing thing. Whereas Alex Hutchinson, like, 
he does have a point in which if fucking develop publishers decide to go, nope, you need to pay us to stream the stream, that could very well happen. And that is That's an issue. also just going to be pretty much video game suicide. Exactly. It's going to be suicide. Like, I don't know of any streamer. Like, imagine, like, Among Us is only popular because of streamers. If um, the Among Us devs went, you need to pay us money to stream, that game will die the next day. Yeah. Or imagine if they're like, before it blew up, it's like, hey, you need to pay us to stream this game. You never would have. No, no one would have done it, and you, it would you, not blow ev- up. Everyone would be among, among Us what? Yeah. Among Us what? It's all about that fucking trouble and terrorist town. But yep. the issue is, like... This guy is going, no, you guys should pay them for one-time licenses like they do in the music industry. And everyone knows how bullshit it is in the music industry. But the fact is, like, this guy is an absolute dumbass. Like, for one, people are calling him out. The fact, like, the biggest one was Jack Sets guy going, hey, look, you're basically saying that they're using, people are using content that they didn't pay for, and yet you're using... Like a a fan drawn image of me for this one playthrough I did to the point where you even cropped out the watermark and didn't even credit the artist. <laughs> and the artist the artist then chimes in going, Yep, that's my picture that I drew. Here's the actual full thing with the watermark. <laughs> he did not ask me. He, he did didn't not commission it. He didn't Yes. Mm. Um So basically this guy um, this guy just committed out, workplace suicide. Yeah, it's like amazing yeah. to me that people are upset of someone saying that the creators of content should be allowed to make some of the money from other people using their content for profit. Like, this guy's an absolute idiot taking things way out of proportion. It's like, oh, man, you just want to make money off someone else's work. And it's like, like, no, like, we paid for this game. This is entertainment it's like saying, oh, fucking, you know, I want to, I want to host, like, video record uh, my son's baseball game to show to family and friends, yada, yada, yada. But fucking big league over here is saying, no, nah, you need to pay us before you can record that shit. Like, no. Well, e- it, even it- on top of that, if you're saying, yeah, this should be the case of streaming then it also should be the case of video recording, right? Off the same logic, which means... Of movies. Of movies, of video recording, of anything. Like, he's literally applying the logic of one industry in which it's legit, like, hurting the artists to its own degree and going, that should happen to game publishers as well. They should be fucked over just as well. Like, it's literally just that, like, the guy is, the guy did not sound out what he said before he said it, and literally has not posted since that day. Well, like, from, si- from some, of, some of the backlash, uh, one was from a, a YouTuber, Dan DTM, who I've personally never heard of, but he's effectively saying... 
well, not effectively, the exact thing he said was, the amount of exposures streamers and YouTubers give to games just by playing them is worth major dollars by itself. Some games only market through influencers now because it's so strong and works. And then the follow-up, you're also creative director at Stadia. Stadia literally paid me and many others to promote their product. Exactly. It's like, it's like you guys are... Do do you guys hear that? Do you guys hear that? It's the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, for example, PUBG. Like, there was almost no marketing for that game other than, hey, streamers, play this. And fucking blew up. Made fucking, like, Battle Royale games were out long before PUBG. But the developers behind PUBG just went, let's just get streamers, like big name streamers to play our game. And it fucking blew the fuck up. It was huge. And it even basically popularized the Battle Royale uh, genre. It is a genre now. So like, as I said, like King of King of the Kill and H1, H1Z1 uh, was the first Battle Royale game I knew before PUBG. And I played a bit of that, but it wasn't popular by any means. It wasn't big. Uh, streamers weren't playing it sort of thing until PUBG was because streamers were streaming it and it was fucking huge after that. And this guy is just so fucking, like, brain dead. It's like he's – first off, he's assumed that streamers streaming games that they didn't pay for, like, it's like – you you basically saying that streamers are just pirates, all of them are pirates. And as much as I say like pirating does provide a better service, I am not saying that is always the case, but sometimes it does. Like, for example, which I forgot to put to the docket, but uh, Nintendo are doing their limited time edition bullshit again. This so, time with Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, yes. Only you. you Buy Fire Emblem now before March or not at all because it's gone. And it's like, why? Like, what? what is the need to have a limited digital release? Like, I can understand physical release. I can understand that. But digital as well, that doesn't make any sense other than you're making, like, not only just handing money to scalpers, but you're creating artificial FOMO to which mm. you're trying to boost the numbers of the quarter. That's it. For some reason. Yeah, but z- fucking ROMs exist. Sorry. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's already, like, ISOs for the uh, the Mario 3D All-Stars out there, meaning when that game's completely gone and you haven't bought it, like that game is still out there for people who have like hacked switches to play because they are providing a better service. And that game is also still out there for people with any kind of PC or laptop. Mm. But but that is a thing. Like, yeah, if it's offered for sale, then buy it. But if they're going to do that, we've said this stuff like this before, but you're competing against piracy. Now I'm not going to condone it most of the time. But if you have no legal way, no reasonable way to legally access something, then... Yes, piracy is your only answer. Piracy it does become that answer. Because, like, Depending. Dan Newell said it. 
Piracy yeah, is, is, is a competitor. Yes, piracy and center, like it's all about providing a service. Whoever provides the best service will get like people will go for that service. And that's why people that's why people like for example, Hades. Hades was out on the Epic Store, but when it came out of early access on Steam Store, people considered that Steam release as the official release because like Steam provides a better service than Epic Games does. People generally have quite a poor opinion of Epic. Do Epic Store is still in the shitter? Like still fucking badly optimized, still without like, or still I'm pretty sure it still hasn't got a shopping cart. And uh, when I tried loading it up once because you guys were playing uh, World War Something Z, something free. Well, yeah, yeah World War Z, World for War Z free. was free. Yeah. Uh, Epic Game Launcher would launch, but with no interface it'll just be like a box with like the uh the maximize the minimize and the exit thing in the top and that was it that was it i uninstalled it reinstalled it and still got that so i couldn't use the epic game store and that's the thing it's like steam provides a better service because they provide a storefront that works that's literally like type in name of game it's there click on it buy now like one click pay like one press payment system done it's providing a service a lot more streamlined and better than epic so it is providing a better service same thing with like piracy is going to be providing a better service for like these games but we are digressing because it's just a fucking idiot it's the idiot is basically going like oh you guys are pirates so um a Google has released a statement distancing itself from Hutchinson, uh, in which they said the recent tweets by Alex Hutchinson, creative director at the Montreal studio studio of Stadia games and entertainment do not reflect those of Stadia, YouTube or Google. So uh, even Google, the fucking embarrassment as, as that is, is going Alex Hutchinson is an embarrassment to us. Well, I mean, to some extent, it'll it would also just be, yeah, that looks like a shit show. And corporate <laughs> from a corporate end, we're not getting involved. So, um, this is what I've heard from a lot of people. But because of Alex Hutchinson's tweets, was the first time ever Google Stadia was trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that. Like, Google, your Google Stadia employee, you know, still believing in the console. You look at Twitter and it's like, Google Stadia is trending. Fuck yes. Is it because of, you know, we've released an update or a game on the thing that, you know, that that just blow people away? No, it's Alex Hutchinson talking mad shit and getting hit for it. Oh, Oh, uh, release a statement right the fuck now. We do not associate with this motherfucker at all. Apparently, he's Australian, in which no, he. I don't want him. No, he is. You're fired. Oh my god, your Australia card has been revoked. So yeah, 
the his uh banner is still the Jack art that he's cropped out as well. Uh, he, the only thing he's changed is his bio, to which he says creator director at no longer it used to be creator director at um, Stadia Montreal Studio is now creator director at SG and E Montreal Studio. Previously. Uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, Far Cry 4, Assassin's Creed 3, Spore, Sim 2, etc. All caps, all my opinions, my own. Australian flag. <laughs> that that definitely feels like someone in the company said, Hey, if you're gonna be saying things like that, if you're gonna it's make if you're gonna all... make controversial statements, distance yourself from the company. It doesn't even say like all my opinions are my own. It goes all opinions my own. Ooga booga. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, short version: we disagree with this statement. Yes, very much. And cunt's gone the hiding for good, good, good reason. Hang on, I I need to check something. Something just. Ooh, ooh. Rooster Teeth, so, my, Rooster Teeth something did something. Just, something just spiced your rack. Something just spiced my rack. Look, I, Rooster, I actually don't care, Alex. That's great. Kenny, can you please veto this? I don't I, really I, want to like, listen to him talk about Rooster Teeth again. Yeah, like, we already dragged it on. I still want to talk about my next story, so, which is... Well, they uh, actually did it. I'm not going to talk anything about it. I'm just going to say... Rooster Teeth has pulled all of their Ruby content from the Rooster Teeth animation YouTube channel. Cool. You have to talk about us later. Yeah. Ain't that a bombshell? But another bombshell uh, or a bomb of a company, Electronic Arts is now facing a $10 million euro f- or $10, 10 million, million dollar euro. euro f- it's 10 a 10 million, million euro, euro lawsuit, which comes to 11 million fine. US. Not your suit. Not your suit. I fine. I fine. 10 yes, million which- euro fine over FIFA loot boxes in the Leverlands, to which. Uh, uh, 11.7 million US. To which EI Arts yeah. responded saying, We are trying to appeal this decision. <laughs> the, the, the short version is like. Uh, they went, hey, we had a look at 10 different uh, games and found that four of them were breaking the law about loot boxes, and so we contacted them. And then later on went, so most people uh, understood what we said and went, yep, okay, and changed them to follow our gambling guidelines. EA Sports went, nah, FIFA's a game of skill, and just because there's chance aspects in it doesn't change the fundamental nature. And then the court said, no, that's, that's so not the is, case. This is what <laughs> and then this so is... after the court said, no, EA's like, all right, well, we're going to appeal this. And they looked back at it and went, no, no. <laughs> so now you need to pay this fine. And they're like, we don't think we've done anything illegal. We're going to appeal this. Yeah. So the statement from the, uh, was it the KSA? Um, Electronic Arts Corporate Electronic Arts Swiss Saal are violating the gambling act for its packs in the FIFA video game. The law stipulates that games of chance may not be offered without a license. This is not without cause. Games of chance are high-risk products that can only be offered under strict conditions. Electronic Arts Incorporated and Electronic Arts Swiss Saal are not licensed to offer games of chance. The order subjects to a penalty... The order subjects to a 
uh, to a penalty were imposed in order to compel the companies to put an end to the violation. The KSA considers the violation of the law to be particularly serious given that a large number of children and young adults have access to packs in FIFA games and are particularly vulnerable to developing gambling addictions. So they're basically saying, like, though this is straight up gambling, uh, you need to stop that in here. Like, no, it's not. It's it's a surprise mechanic. Everyone likes Kinder surprises. Yeah, you like chocolate. Let the record show that the jury likes chocolate. Do what else is chocolate? A Kinder surprise. And what do people love? Surprises, everybody. Now give me money. That's a yay. Yep. So, yes. Sounds about uh, right. Sounds accurate. Sounds so EA. The fact that they are getting like a f- massive fine over this, in which, like, hey, we're appealing, um, may because didn't I'm pretty sure this happened a while, like this started a while ago, in which um, I think it was the Netherlands or it was some European place. It's like, hey, look, you need to remove loot boxes from your game in order to get a classification like the PG or G classification in this country. And EA like, no, not doing it. And it's like, fine, you're not getting classified. Minmo, fuck off. You're not getting classified as a PG game. You're getting classified, I think, as like a fucking MA or R. I think it would be R because gambling. And they're like, no, stop it. No. It's like, well, you better fucking remove it. Uh, Same thing I think they were doing with uh, Overwatch at one point. But I think this may be a continuation from that scenario. I, I'm not too sure, but I'll have to look into it. But yes, EA is getting stuck with it, which, uh, yeah, fucking about time. About now I'm just time. Now I'm just waiting to fucking, waiting for the news. Like, oh yeah, by the way, all the higher ups at EA are actual pedophiles <laughs> running a fucking child sex ring. I'm waiting for that. I don't. I let, think it's a matter of let the of, record show if it happens. We called it first. I'm like, sure someone else has already called it. I mean, like not that I know it? of. So we called it first. Who do Ubisoft? Ubisoft are full of fucking sexual fiends, like oh. massive sexual violations and all that sort of stuff. I'm waiting mm. for EA or Blizzard to come out going like, yeah, uh, I I sell children as sex slaves and just fucking company crumbling from there. So, and on to our last story of tonight. Um, I'm going to go look at my Steam cart right now because it's whack. My Steam cart is whack. Right now, I have 36 items in my Steam cart, totaling a total of $253.27. So there's a sale on again, is there? There's a Halloween sale going on (laughs) right about now. And honestly, I'm in love. Like, looking at all the horror games and how fucking cheap they are, I have not spent this much or been this excited about a sale probably since, like, I would say maybe 2014, 2015 Steam Summer Sales. You know, back in the time where I didn't have all the games I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) But now, like, Steam Summer Sales is like, yeah, they're all right. I might get a game here and there. But we'll see what I'm actually interested out of that. So, yeah. 
but I had a look at, I was literally just like, I woke up and it was an article from PC Gamer going, hey, look, Steam hot Halloween sales on. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a check out. And I was just scrolling through the list. And I was like, oh shit, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. Like one after the other. It was like, holy shit, all this stuff looks great. And even if it is bad, it's $2 down from 20 <laughs> It's $2.15 down from $21.50. It's $3. I literally have a game on my in my cart right now called The Dishwasher Vampire Smile. It's oh, free. Yes. It's $3 down I from 15 I know that game. Shit, is that on Steam? Let me just go pick that up. It Holy is. It's $3.60. Dishwasher uh, Vampire Slayer. I haven't heard that fucking Condemned name Criminal ages. Origins. $4.75 down from 20 Shadow Man. Shadow Man. Like, that's an old fucking ass game that I love. <laughs> Have you had like, any of those ones where you're like, well, I want this one game, but there's a bundle of four that's cheaper that has it. So I'm getting these three random grains. I have no idea if I'm interested in or not. But fuck that's it. the thing. Like, I still want to do Phasmophobia. But, um... Unfortunately, all the games I got are pretty much single-player stuff that I'll be doing for the Oz Slay series. On top of, like, let's have a look. I'm not going to spill any beans, per se, because I still have a to upload these. I have a upload of a Oz Slay's, like, will be on live way. on the channel. It's uploaded. I just need to do all the uh, tidbits to it. What do I have? So one, actually, I've got to have a quick look. But yes, there's a, a few stuff on there in which I'm like, yes, this is going to go to my um, Oz Slay series. I've got one, two, uh, three, four, four Oz Slay's episodes going up fairly soon. One which will be live uh in like the next hour which is my lost in vivo uh recording which uh me and alex tried doing one of these uh but something fucked up miserably with the uh recording uh you two had another cast recording did you yes yep. so i decided to do it solo and i'm glad i did because i f- that I, I shat the bed a good couple of times. Uh, but yes, there's also, I did a uh, Oz Slays on a game called Cold Fear, which looked really promising, but fuck me, the PC port is god-awful garbage. I see. Yes, so uh, there's that. Uh, plus, like, there's others that I want to uh, give a shot at, which I do own currently. Um, but after this, I'll have literally like 40 games to two episodes on. So I'm going to have to like work hard and fast on that one. <laughs> but yeah, there's a few games in here, which seem pretty interesting. But, um, one thing I'm really interested in is the VR horror games. Like VR horror games is probably the most shit scared I can get now because you're actually 
because I'm way more immersed into it. Whereas, you know, like obviously like games like Lost in Vivo, like it has to be a good horror game to scare me outside of VR. Whereas inside VR, it just has to be an okay game, okay yeah. scary game to scare the shit out of me. And there's like so many games um, that just I was like, dude, I wanted to get these games, but like didn't really want to, you know, invest like thirty dollars into a game I might not like. But when the thirty dollar game is now four dollars, I I have to. I just have to. And that's why I like in love with this sale. Like I feel like I said, my cart has thirty six games in it right now, totaling up to like over two hundred and fifty dollars worth of games. And I'm gonna buy them as soon as my pay comes in on Sunday and then start fucking doing some recordings and see how it goes. But there is a good chunk of VR supported games in here as well. There was one game that I didn't see i think it was perception yeah perception that is also on sale and add to cart <laughs> bam there we go so yes the oh, steam- is deception the nightmare princess on on steam no perception ah oh, damn it. it is an echolocation based horror oh, game oh i know i remember that one that one looked really really cool now, which one do you remember? Do you remember Stifled or Perception? Because they are both echolocation games. Definitely Perception. Because uh, Perception is one I've seen a little bit of and interests the fuck out of me. Stifled is a VR echolocation game. Uh, that that seems really cool. Oh, yeah. Also, a game I've been interested in called Get Even was $43, now 6 Like, you can't argue with those numbers. We can't create a good argument against those numbers. But yeah, so, Steam holiday sale. Holiday? Hot fucking Steam. Halloween sale. Halloween sale. Uh, ends November. I fucking highly recommend you get around it. Uh, but Absolutely that- get around it. That is the end of our podcast for this week. How about that? Just mm, under hot, two hot, hours. Yeah. Fucking hot diggity damn. Oh, Google Drive. I've Google Drive. I thought it said Google Drive's trash. It was like, <laughs> no, Google, Google Drive's trash is changing. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway. Um, so on the channel at Oz Plays on YouTube, that's AUS space P-L-A-Y-S exclamation point. We have a new series going up very soon, which will be a Halloween game, uh, which is Soma, which which I have been praising highly to these two. And now Uh, that we've started playing it a bit, I I can see why he likes it. I do think it's a good game from what I've seen. What's the thing? It's like Soma, it's called a horror game, but it's not horror in the sense of like hard spooky monster make you shit pant go dry it's i think it's horror lies in its themes and that's that's like i i even convinced my music teacher to play soma so 
Hey, because she she really likes those kinds of existential horror games, and I'm like, fucking Soma, go for it. But yeah, so Soma's going up. Uh, Halo Wars is started going up as well. Uh, so that is also going smoothly. So that whole series has started as we're going through the canonical timeline of um, Halo, except for Halo Five uh, and Halo Wars Two. Halo Five and Halo Wars Two. Because uh, I've refused to pay for Halo 5 and Halo Wars 2. I'm not interested. Oh, man, I paid for Halo 5 and then regretted it. I instantly regretted it, which was funny because after I bought it and instantly regretted it, it was the time I finished the game. It was that short. <laughs> so, plus that and how fucking bad the game is in general. Like, holy shit. It's just not good, top to bottom. It's Halo, as we go about it in our Halo series, but we talk about why, like I talk about why my distaste for Halo 5 in good detail because of fucking how it is compared to the rest of the series. Um, But yeah, so we're going through the series canonically. So that's Halo Wars, Halo Reach, and then Halo 1, 2, 3, ODST, and then Halo 4 to boot and... Uh, do you think you'll be doing Halo Infinite? Um, I think we should. Maybe. maybe That's a strong maybe. I, th- I think we should. If it comes out. <laughs> no, even if it's bad and it comes out, because we got to have one. Okay, yeah, we'll do that one. We got it. If it's if it's bad, then we can spend however long it is, absolute shitting on it. But if it's good, we can then have fun and enjoy. I mean, like it can be a bad game if we can still have fun by shitting on it. But I really hope Infinite's good. I, so I really how, do. How's the how's the timeline looking? We we've got wars going up. Reach. We're done recording. Uh, yes. One we're going to start very soon. Then it's two, three, ODST four. And then infinite? infinite. Yes. Okay. Cool. So we're we skipping are, five. And we are one hundred percent skipping five, um, which I found was also kind of funny because uh, because they added ODST and Reach to the Master Chief Collection, and they so came glad out they did. and they came out saying like, "Hey guys, um, we've fought hard long about this, but we are not going to be adding." Halo 5 to the Master Chief Collection. And then everyone's just unanimous, like, yeah, nah, that makes sense. Like, no one was angry. Everyone was like, yeah, nah, that's fine. Thanks for that. Like, literally, Halo 5 is the only Halo game that's no longer on PC. Well, it's not on PC. Halo 4 is coming to PC. Halo Infinite's coming to PC. Halo 5's just not... Not, I see like, nothing wrong with this. Exactly. It's like, and that's like, it, I feel like it's got to kick some people at free for free industries, but they should feel bad for making such a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> Sit there in their pity and realize what they've done. So, yes, yeah, so we've got Soma going up. Um, we've got a fuck ton of Oz Slays going up, and we'll be all fucked on more in the very near future. Uh, Halo Wars is going up, and after that, we've got Halo Reach and the rest of the Master Chief collection. And then hopefully soon, uh, we'll have the last of Code Vein going up as well, when we can get around to that. Hopefully, we can get around to that 
next week. There's a lot of hopefully's being said right now. Hopefully. Well, it all depends on Jane's <laughs> I, timeline. I should be able to, but I am focusing on uni. Well, go tell them uni motherfuckers no, to... not happening. Hold up, wait a minute, smell your dick. It's it's code vein time. I want you to actually send that email to your tutor. Hey, no. yo, smell my dick. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can I get an extension this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm so embarrassed. Man. All right, that's the end of the podcast. We'll catch you guys later. Catch you guys. Bye. I'm so leaving that in.